The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Do you ever make excuses for anything? I know I certainly do, but excuses, they are such a killer. And in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about some favorite excuses of dentists. How can excuses be favorites? I don't know. I guess we're about to find out. So thanks so much for joining me. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. And yes, this is the Dental Practice Fixers podcast where we do some cool content. And then as always, what seems to be everybody's favorite, a bunch of mystery shopper calls. So thanks for joining me today. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you probably already know this, but I'll just remind you that at the Matto Center, we save tons of money. Some might even say mucho fungolas every month because we use stacks for our credit card processing and they just charge a low flat monthly fee for the processing. They do not charge that nasty overage percentage. So we do it. Thousands of dentists are doing it with stacks, and you should too. If you want to find out more, just go to matto.com slash growth, and you can set up a call with somebody from stacks, and they can do a little comparison and tell you how much you'll save every month. Then you can go give it the go-ahead. So that would be really, really cool. Go do it. Matto.com slash growth. Hey, I just had a call, a Zoom actually, with a really great coaching client of ours, Um and this guy, just such a nice guy, so pleasant, so humble, really doing well in his practice. Um, he's had some pretty large setbacks in the last year or so. He had several pieces of equipment fail. As we say here in Baltimore, they went up. It's, it's, it's such a Baltimore expression. You probably never heard it before if you're not from this area. Like if your dryer breaks, you don't say my dryer broke. You say my dryer went up. My dryer went up. That's about as Baltimore as you can get. So he had some pieces of equipment that went up. I'm talking major expenditures. Um, his long-term office manager had to leave. He was forced to actually leave his space where his dental office is and rent some new space and kind of start over geographically. But instead of making a bunch of excuses, he kept doing his best, provided unbelievably great treatment for his patients. He treated his patients well, provides a memorable experience every time. He's an excellent leader. And instead of hiding behind a bunch of excuses, his practice is actually up 35% year to date. So, And he's getting ready to drop some PPOs. So what a great picture. What a great coaching success story. Super nice guy and just refuses to make excuses. But I know what it's like. I'm a dentist. We tend to make excuses when things don't go our way or when we see things that are negative around us. And we use that as an excuse for why we can't accomplish what we want to in our practices. So I'm just going to go through a bunch of my favorite dental excuses. Oh, man, this one. I love this one. My patients have a low dental IQ. I go crazy when I hear that one. It's about as silly as they come, isn't it? Well, first of all, there's no such thing as a dental IQ. As far as I know, there's never been a dental IQ test that's been developed and administered. Um, but if there were, I would want my patients to have a low dental IQ. You know, I, I have like a low plumbing IQ, which is why when the toilet in the office breaks, I have to call a plumber. 
If I had a high plumbing IQ, I wouldn't need the plumber. I could fix it myself and the plumber wouldn't like me. So I love it when a patient has a low dental IQ. It's up to us to uh, you know, do a great exam, a fantastic diagnosis, and get the patient excited about their treatment and want their treatment and know that it's going to make them healthy again. We don't have to educate them to the point where they're a dentist or a hygienist. No, low dental IQ, good. Stop making excuses about it. Here's another one. Oh, my team walks all over me. Hey, take it from me. Been there, done that. I I realized one day my team was walking all over me. They were getting their way all the time. I was too much of a wuss to really, um, you know, be a great leader. It, it's not a question of being mean or disciplining or whatever. It's being a great leader. And if your team walks all over you, you're not being a great leader. And it does take some guts. It takes a lot of strength. It takes doing some things that you might not feel like doing. But if your team's walking all over you, Doc, I got to tell you, it's of your doing. I guarantee you. And in most cases, not all, but in most cases, things can be reversed and your team members can be great, productive citizens of the practice and still love their job, but not walk all over you. So if your team's walking all over you, it's kind of your fault. It's kind of your fault. Okay. How about this one? My patients are so insurance driven. They only want what insurance covers. This always reminds me, I've probably even mentioned this before on the podcast, but it always reminds me of a situation um, that I encountered with one of my coaches a few years ago. We were visiting a new coaching client, and we were just looking all around. They were actually seeing patients that day. It was like a fully functioning day. And they had printouts of the schedule that they taped up to the wall in each treatment room. And under each patient's name, it had what insurance coverage they had, what their insurance was. And at the huddle each morning, they would review each patient and talk about their insurance coverage and how the treatment they recommend had to fit into the insurance that the patient had. And then they complained that the patients were insurance-driven. Well, duh, whose fault is that? You're basing everything around the patient's insurance. Now, this may be an extreme example, but if you diagnose and treatment plan with insurance in mind, yes, your patients will be insurance-driven. I know we have a love-hate with insurance. Um, you know, we should love insurance. Insurance, um, as some people say, I think my, my friend Dr. Paul Goodman says, insurance is like a coupon. Let's get our patients to realize that. It's not like medical insurance. It's like a coupon that will give you a certain amount of dollars towards your treatment. But let's not diagnose and treatment plan and present around our patient's insurance. Let's do what's best for the patient and have them use their insurance like a coupon. All right, here's another favorite excuse of dentists. There are just too many dentists in my area. Well, guess what? You're right. There are too many dentists in your area. Every now and then I come across a small town dentist, you know, practicing sometimes the only dentist in a small town and then another dentist moves in it's like you know this town ain't big enough for both of us and it's not me who's gonna leave um even in a small town there can be too many dentists so you are right there are too many dentists there just are that's a fact let's face it there's a lot of competition in dentistry but i'll tell you this you show me any town small large huge in between and i'll show you some dentists i don't care how many dentists are there I'll show you some dentists who have kick-ass practices who are doing unbelievably well. So, yeah, there are a lot of dentists. That's a fact of life. It's the way it's never going to change. It's the way it is. Let's not use that as an excuse because no matter where you are, no matter how crowded the field is, you can be doing great because someone else is doing it. 
I guarantee you there are dentists with hugely successful practices in your area, in every single area. Okay, We're, let's keep going with these excuses. This is kind of fun in a sick way. Um, my patients just can't afford the treatment they need. Yeah, great dental care is expensive. A lot of people um, are on incomes where it is difficult to afford the dental treatment they need. But you know, as with most things, it's a matter of priorities. If presented properly, both treatment needs and financial options presented properly, we've gotta have our patients want that dental treatment. We've gotta have them need it, we have to have them want it, and they have to prioritize it, and so many more people will say yes, and prioritize, easy for me to say, prioritize it over other things that they were going to spend money on because it is such a health positive thing to get your teeth and gums in good shape. So we've got to have um, the great financial options. We've got to present the treatment needs in an enthusiastic way to get the patient excited. And then yes, many, many more patients will magically be able to afford their treatment. Um, here's one very typical in dental practices. I can't get anything done because we spend all day putting out fires. Kind of like to use maybe the cliche, um, you should work on your practice, not just in your practice, but I don't have time. I can barely work in my practice because I'm putting out fires all day. Many times it's the doctors who are causing the fires themselves. And I got to say, do you have great productive team meetings? Do you have morning huddles? Does everybody get there 30 minutes before the first patient? Or do you just kind of show up and hope for the best? If you just show up and hope for the best, you're always going to have a practice where you're constantly putting out fires. Um, here's another excuse. My patients just aren't loyal. They only come here because whatever, because of their insurance, because of the location, blah, 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 blah. They're not just loyal. Well, I got to say this. If you treat your patients like they are the crown prep in room three and not a real person, you will not have that much loyalty. If you really, really get to know your patients, really get to know them as people, really become their trusted advisor, really, really have them think that this is the only place in the world that they would get their dental care, they will be loyal patients. I guarantee. And one more excuse. I'll throw this one in since I'm a dental coach, and that is yeah, I know I, I, I could use some coaching. I could use some help in my practice. I'll get it done as soon as, and then fill in the blank. As soon as I hire my full-time office manager, as soon as we do this, as soon as we do that. Um, you know what? There's never a great time. There's never a perfect time. But if you would like some help in your practice, I'll be glad to help out. My team at the Matto Center is awesome, and I get personally involved with every single client we see. So go on my calendar. Schedule some time. Go to matto.com slash calendar. I'll be glad to chat with any practice-owning dentist about anything. I promise I'll give you some great tips, some great advice. Listen with both ears, as they say, um, and really the, this call will help your practice. If you decide you don't want to work with us, no problem. I don't pressure you. There's no obligation. Should you decide you want to find out more, I'll be glad to tell you about that too. So go put some time on my calendar, matto.com slash calendar, or you can send me an email at rich at matto.com. Okay. I know it's the time you've all been waiting for. It's mystery shopper call time. So let's get down to it. Right before I go over here and hit command central, I'll just ask you a little favor. 
As you know, the podcast is no charge. Glad to do this for you. I love doing it. I love hearing all the great comments. But if you could do us a favor, just go on your app or wherever you're listening. Give us a, a five star, a thumbs up, a like, whatever the appropriate thing is for that app. Um, we'd really appreciate it. It would help us so much. And I don't mean just help us, but I mean help us get the word out to so many dentists all across the country and across North America and across the world. And if you've got 10 extra seconds and want to write a sentence or two in there about how much you love the dental practice fixers, I will be forever grateful. I'll be grateful when they're dead. Um, Not my patients, not you, whatever. Go go ahead and do it. That'll be fun. Now, let's get to our mystery shopper calls. Let's go over here to Command Central. Call number one. Dr. Office, this is Stephanie. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, can you tell me how much it is for a cleaning for a, a first-time patient? Okay. Now, is there dental insurance used or no? No dental insurance. Okay. Now, for the exercise exam, it would be $99. If you are diagnosed with a regular cleaning, that's included. But we would have to first start with the exercise exam. Mm-hmm. So $99 just for, for like the checkup, so to speak? That's correct. Right. And what if I do have insurance? So it does, I mean, it does depend on the insurance company. We verify your benefits before. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was a really back to basics call. I'm calling. I want to come in for a cleaning and checkup, so to speak. I'm asking some questions about fees. She answers them. And then, boom, never gets my contact information, never tries to make an appointment. The simplest, simplest, simplest of calls. And as these people seem to do 99% of the time, she just couldn't even make an attempt to get the patient into the appointment book. Oh, man. So sad. So sad. Let's keep going. Up here. Yes, this is the dental office. Hello? Hi, is this the dental office? Yes, sir. So how can I help you? I have a question for you. Um, my last dentist told me I needed a root canal, but I never I never got that done. Do you do root canals there? Yes, we do. Uh, and are they are they typically covered by insurance? Oh, what kind of insurance do you have? I have um Blue Cross, Care First, Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Okay. And you, have you been here before? No, I have not. So this will be your first time? Yes, I've never been there before, so it would be my first time, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So would you like me to schedule you for your root canal? Um, sure. Schedule me for the root canal. It's on 231. Proof number 31. That's all the way uh, the lower part. Okay. It might be 236. Hold on. I think it's 236, actually. Yes. Uh, the tooth is only from 1 to 32, sir. Oh, maybe I'm wrong about the tooth number. And, and you know, it's in the lower right side. Of? Lower right side. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah. So either that's 31 or 32. Oh. Uh, yeah, it might be 31 or 32. Yeah, you do have those two. Okay. I think uh, I'm pretty sure it said tooth with like four roots, they said. It, oh, really? 
I think so. Well, let me ask you something, too. What is a root canal, anyway? I'm not even sure. They never really even told me what that was. Oh, that's the, uh, that's the, um, how can you say that? I can't really explain it to you, but it's like uh, they're going to, the nerve of your tooth, they're just trying to put some medication in there. Mm-hmm. So it won't hurt anymore, just like killing the nerve, and uh, so your tooth won't bother you anymore. Right, they just killed the nerve and put some medication in there? Yes, yes, with the medication. Yeah, it doesn't really hurt right now. That's why I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So would you like me to schedule you for your root canal? Well, well actually, we cannot, uh, I cannot really schedule you right away. Because the doctor has to check on that first, and then we can tell you what to do. I see. And do you have an X-ray somewhere else? Um, I do. I. I mean, they took an X-ray. I don't have it. Do you want me to yeah. see if I can get that sent over? Okay, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. Can they just fax that? Uh, email. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, and you said it was covered by insurance, right? Uh, yes, usually yeah, your insurance does, but but of course you have you have to pay the copay. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How much is the copay? Oh well, it depends. Mm-hmm. On a lot of things. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Well, let me see if I can get that X-ray fax over for you. How's that for a good start? Okay. So, would you like me to schedule you for an appointment? I'm not quite ready yet, but I, I I I will let you know. Okay. Okay. Just give us a call when you're ready. Right on. All right. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay. Bye. Wow, that was a long call and kind of a crazy one. I, I I love so many things about this call. I love how I told her I thought I needed a root canal, and she was ready just to schedule me for endo right on the schedule without ever having any kind of exam. I just thought that was great. Um. Then she started kind of asking all these questions, answering the questions incorrectly. I made it very clear I didn't know what I was talking about when I said it might be on tooth number 36 or the tooth has four roots or whatever. And then she kind of realized, you know what? Maybe I better put this person on the doctor's schedule for an exam. (laughs) Good choice. Good choice. It took my total incompetence for her to realize that, but that was a really good choice. So she starts trying to uh, put me on the doctor's schedule. Then I think, again, got distracted. She's asking for an X. X-ray. I don't know. If somebody needs endo or thinks they need endo or they've been told that, I certainly would want a fresh X-ray. I wouldn't want to wait around for some old X-ray that's never going to surface or is meaningless or whatever. Then I offered to fax it over. She was all over that. I'm sure that would really look nice and clear. Um, all these, all these bobbles and foibles and mistakes. But guess what? At the end, she actually did ask if I wanted to make an appointment. So we got to give her a little bit of credit for that. At least at the very end, after all that ridiculousness, she did try to get me on the schedule. So kind of a mixed bag with that call. That was fun. That was nice. Let's keep going. Let's do another one. Hello. Hi. Yes. Yes, this is the dental office. This is the dental office, yes. Um, I have a question for you. Um do you do root canals there? I was told I needed a root canal. Uh, the doctor does do some other root canals. Some of them she does have to refer out. Oh. Uh, so how would I know if, if you can do mine there? 
So you would have to come in, she'd have to take a look, and we need to take an X-ray, and that's how she'd let you know. Mm-hmm. And why would you refer it out? It's like they're too difficult. Yes, yeah. So she would have to refer you to a specialist. Yeah, they're too difficult. Oh, so there are specialists who just do root canals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should I just go to one of those to begin with then, if they're so much better at it? It all depends what your doctor tells you. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. What is a root canal anyway? What do they do? So they have to, a lot of times it's, if there's an infection or the the cavity has reached the nerve, they have to um, clean where the cavity is. And if there's a cavity, and then they have to remove the nerve out and clean the canals and then it fill the canals back up. Wow, they just removed the nerve right out? Yes. Sounds like that really hurts. You'll be numb, so it should be okay. And most of the time, mm-hmm. you don't feel, you usually don't feel anything because they numb you up. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. Okay, cool. Well, hey, thank you so much for all that info. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Again, there you go. I said I knew I needed a root canal or I thought I needed a root canal. I had some questions. She gave me some pretty decent answers. No attempt to schedule me. Oi, Gavalt, what is going on here? We can do better. We really can do better. Okay, let's just do one more call. Um, every now and then, my, my team gives me a bunch of these numbers to call, but sometimes I, I have the website and I just look at the website to see what's going on on the website. And um, I saw this number, you know, in, in big, big, whatever, big font. Would you like to make an appointment? Please call this number. And I did. And here's what happened. How can I help you? Hi, is this the dental office? No, you've got a charter company. Would you like to rent a jet? Oh, wow. That sounds great, but I was trying to find a new dentist. Oh, sorry. Wrong place. I could just rent like a jet airplane here? Uh-huh. Wow. Very cool. $4,800 an hour, four hours minimum. When the need arises, I will let you know. All right, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Man, I love to rent a jet, but that's a jet. But that sounds awfully expensive. But my point is, this was a phone number again in super large font on a dentist website, a live and kicking website, and it said ready to make an appointment. Call this number now. And then I called, and I'm ready to rent a jet. Look at your website. Please make sure everything's accurate. If there's anything you do right now, just do that. I see so many inaccuracies and. Um, bio coming soon, pictures coming soon, all these things coming soon that were never filled out. Give your website the once over. Do yourself a favor. All right. And that is going to do it for this week's edition of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. I'm Rich Maddow, Dr. Rich Maddow, your host here, co-founder of the Maddow Center. Send me an email, rich at I'd love to hear from you and I'll see you soon. Bye.